You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. As any true Southern lady or gentleman can tell you, for most humans, real Southern fried chicken can be something akin to what, well, ambrosia supposedly was for the gods. And that is sheer, unadulterated, breaded heaven. Perhaps that's partly why the fight for the QSR chicken customer can get so savage, particularly here in the U.S., where chicken really does increasingly rule the limited service roost. So today on the QSR Web Podcast, the brand embodiment of the Southern Gentlemen of Chicken, Slim Chickens, is the subject of our podcast via Slim Chicken COO, Sam Rothschild. So stay with us. I'm QSR Web Editor Shelley Whitehead, and that interview is coming right up. Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Okay, we are back and ready for some chicken and waffles by a chicken QSR that had the trendy dish on its menu long before it became the latest hot menu item. But then chicken and waffles kind of come from the southern U.S., so it makes sense that Arkansas-born Slim Chickens had it first. So welcome now, Slim Chickens COO, Sam Rothschild. Delighted to have you here, Sam. Thank you. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. I think you all are up to, what, more than 80 locations now, and that's been in a little over 15 years, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we just celebrated our 16th anniversary, and we're at uh, 87 locations, and we continue to grow. We're very excited. We'll, we'll pass the 100 restaurant mark this year. It's a It's a heck of a milestone for us. We're very excited about it. That sure is. That's a lot of growth in in 16 years now. You're sweet 16. Yeah. You know, the QSR chicken races are kind of savage at the moment. (laughs) And they have been for a while. So I'm wondering, what do you think Slim Chickens, strictly based, let's say, on the brand's menu offerings alone? has that the limited service chicken category is demanding now and and into the immediate future? Yeah, it's a great question. So I'll stick to the product side of it for right now. So for us, what makes us unique is we make your, we make your food when you order it. So our, our style is all about being fresh, uh, made to order, uh, doesn't sit around as other QSR restaurants might do. Uh, our product, our chicken, comes uh, fresh uh, from the farm uh, to our restaurants. Uh, we have a very uh, varied menu uh, that has a very broad appeal. We have a little something for everybody. 
We also offered a grilled option as well as fried. And we have sandwiches, chicken tenders, chicken wings, wraps, salads, and of course, um, our chicken and waffles, which really set us apart from other fast casual or QSR restaurants, people who love and know Slim Chickens, other than raving about our core offerings, really will talk to me about chicken and waffles if they bump into me and I'm wearing some Slim's gear. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just they'll, they'll come to me and they'll go, oh my gosh, you're from Slim Chickens? I'm like, yep, those chicken and waffles are unbelievable. My kids or myself, we, we come uh, for those at least once a month or often just because we have to have those chicken and waffles. And it really puts a smile on my face because, as you mentioned, we were we were, we were the first in, in the category uh, that really decided that that would be a unique differentiator for us, and it has proven uh, to be so. It's interesting, you know, that I guess Papa John's Pizza ran uh, kind of here are four choices, and what their people picked was chicken and waffles pizza. What What do you think so appealing about about that particular mashup, so to speak, uh, at this point in time. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, chicken and waffle pizza. Um, look, uh, sweet and savory, uh, which you get with the chicken and waffles, is a is a flavor profile that you know that this generation really enjoys, and a lot of people grew up on waffles, right? So syrup and butter and all things that are so good for you and and then you add the chicken element to it and I have to tell you that a lot of people have never had it before Uh, and what we tell people is hey try it and when they do they're they're like oh my gosh (laughs) that's so good I've never had it before and you know they they kind of get hooked on it when when we were testing the product out, um, I was giving it away for free in restaurants. So if you ordered a menu item, somebody came to your table and just gave you a, a, a portion of chicken and waffles and just said, hey, would you try this? We'd like to get your feedback. And overwhelmingly, people were like, wow, I'd order that. <laughs> That's really awesome. So kind of gave us permission after talking to hundreds and hundreds of, of our customers to give it a try and we put it in a, a handful of restaurants and it just went, you know, it just went wild. Yeah. I think I'll tell you what the clincher was for me. I'm a culinary guy. I'm a Johnson and Wales grad. So part of my career has always been around food development. And I, the topper for me was uh, I do a lot of product thinking when I'm in grocery stores. And when I saw some of the potato chip companies, about five or six years ago, have chicken and waffle flavored potato chips. I was like, okay, this is mainstream. This is mainstream. Uh, I'm going for it. That's really interesting. Yeah. That that does take. You're researching all the time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, and you know the packaged goods guys are way ahead of some of the trends sometimes when it's just from a flavor profile perspective. They've done a lot of research. That's really interesting. You know, the other interesting thing to me uh, about this brand is it's Southern through and through. But international growth has really been a huge focus for the last two or three years with expansion throughout the Middle East first and then most recently into the UK. 
Uh, what's driving this and how do you make ultra-regional U.S. cuisine work in the overseas QSR market? That's an awesome question. In my prior career, uh, I've jo- I joined my partners five and a half years ago and when we decided to get into the franchising space. And um, I have a career of franchising globally. The initial Kuwait opportunity came through a prior relationship of mine where uh, this group was looking for a chicken brand. They were already in the business. They were in QSR. They were in uh, many different food ventures. And when we met each other, our our company values, the culture and the way we looked at things and our vision for what they were trying to accomplish and the infrastructure that they have there. They're in uh, dozens of industries, a very multi-conglomerate organization. I had the playbook from doing this prior in my career. It it made a lot of sense for us to really look at the opportunity to see if it was a fit for both organizations and we could do it. And after a lot of uh, trips back and forth and meeting each other and doing all the things that you need to do to be able to get your brand into another country, we decided to go for it. We weren't actively seeking to go international and it, it has worked really well. We were able to take our brand and translate it over there. And I would tell you that the experience that you get, the look and feel of the restaurant, uh, the menu items, you, you know you're in a Slim Chickens uh, when, when you're over there. And then it, it translated to the UK. Uh, similarly, uh, our franchise uh, partner over there is in six different restaurant ventures. Um, they also are the largest poultry provider in the United Kingdom. And again, um, they reached out to us. Uh, we spent a lot of time together, wonderful group of people. And we took Slim Chickens and adapted it over there. Uh, and when I say adapted, uh, you don't really get any drive through locations over there. These are all walk-up, high street, very high foot traffic uh, locations in London. And uh, we are able to uh, replicate our brand over there. It's being very well received. We're very excited about what's going on over there. We opened three restaurants in less than a year, and we'll probably open four more uh, in the balance of the year this year. Is and part th- of the charm there the just the southern U.S. kind of aura that the brand brings? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we we really teach uh, hospitality. I think that sets us apart from uh, QSR restaurants, where we're we're very engaging with our customers. We talk them through the menu. We deliver the food to your table. So hospitality, just I, I think throughout the world, is well received. And the southern portion of it is is just our attitude and the way we engage with people. And the customers really enjoy that. And that's part of what we train people to do. And who doesn't like to be treated nice when they go into a restaurant? Exactly. And, yeah. Right. So that, that's what we try to teach people to do. And I, I think they do a great job executing that. And it really sets us apart. I think the other thing for us is the food quality is so awesome. Um, and a step above what you would normally get in a QSR restaurant um, and especially in the fried chicken space. Uh, over there, we really don't have any competition. So we're able to go over there and we're, we're, I think we're making the market. 
And I, I think that's the opportunity that everybody saw when we looked at what the competitive set is over there. And there, there really isn't one for what we're doing. And it's Interesting. Deep. Yeah. You, you know, I'm wondering what your market research shows you regarding the way the brand is perceived in the Middle East as opposed to the UK or US. Are customers in these areas all viewing you very differently for different reasons or or is it kind of the same mentality? Yeah, that's a great question. We did do some extensive research uh, over there. And from the time that we signed our agreement with our franchisee until we got the restaurant open and now we've been operating uh, over there for quite a while, a lot of people entered into the chicken market over there. Um, and they're not, I'm not talking about U.S. brands, but just people opening chicken restaurants. Then um, our research tells us uh, from our core user over there, they love the fresh product the varied menu and the service um, that we give. We get very high marks from people that have really tried the product. Our, I'll, I'll say the opportunity for us here is educating the consumer of what Slim Chickens is in a very competitive space. And what we've seen uh, over there since we launched the brand, uh, companies from the Middle East and Southeast Asia who have entered into the market are at a very wide range of price points some very low end price point of chicken and some on the higher end but the benchmark over there that everybody compares everybody to is kfc uh, because kfc really set they were there first if you want to go from a national brand perspective so part of our uh, opportunity is to, to educate people how differentiated we are from a kfc to come in and try the brand that's interesting. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's kind of the same situation in uh, Asia and and the like. Have you all done any groundwork in yeah. well in in China and the like? Well, uh, I'll say uh, we did um, some lighter research in the UK and found that to be very similar. Mm. Um, because KFC is the largest, you know, global fried chicken concept. And in Southeast Asia, which we really haven't ventured into yet, we haven't really decided how committed we are to international development yet. Strategically, we were waiting to see how the UK performed uh, before we looked at each other and said, look, we're, we're going to commit resources um, dedicated to international development. Now, um, certainly it's not, we, we have done some preliminary work. Some, some uh, people have come to us and want to assist us in, in developing in the Asian market. I've done Asia expansion before. And I, I know from, just from that, the chicken is um, consumed uh, several multiples than to hamburgers and, and the beef products. So we know there's a market over there for us, but we'd have to be very careful how we entered into the market. But KFC is a dominant player over there. I sure are. Can you tell me how the brand keeps its offerings fresh in each market, you know, and, and really a little bit about your system of culinary innovation 
that you have established across your system? What's that look like? Yeah, it's a great question. I just spent a few hours uh, with our chef um, talking about what the next few years of product innovation looks like for us. And, you know, it's interesting for us. We're, we're very solid. We are a chicken tender concept and chicken wings and chicken sandwiches. Uh, and then all the things that I described earlier. But there are opportunities to uh, innovate around our menu. One of the, th the other things that makes us very unique, we have 17 different sauces that we offer. And that gives us permission to um, change the flavor profile of our core products uh, without a lot of operational difficulty um, by just adding a new sauce or two and maybe removing some on a pretty regular basis. So an example would be Korean barbecue is a very popular flavor profile now here in the States. So a year and a half ago, we put uh, Korean barbecue sauce on our menu. You can put your tenders in it. You can toss your wings in it. And it was extremely popular. And it, it's still a, a, a great dish for us. So, that, but that gives us new news to talk about without really having to change a lot of what we do. So we try to stay true to our core. We innovate around sauces. Uh, we stay very close to consumer trends. One of the things that we've really focused in on over the past year is really um, innovating around a chicken sandwich platform. We really only got into the chicken sandwich business about two years ago. Um, we decided that we really need to have a really high quality premium chicken sandwich um, and we launched and uh, it is a very uh, good part of our product mix. We've been able to do some some promotions around them and uh, they've been very successful for us and going back to the UK, um, they call them chicken burgers, not chicken sandwiches. And it is an extremely popular menu item, a very high percentage of our mix. Um, so we, we have a lot of permission to uh, have some fun with chicken sandwiches, the sauces uh, for our core products, and some seasonal LTO items, uh, a seasonal salad. And then one of the things that I haven't mentioned, which are, <laughs> this is something that is Slim Chickens. We, we do mason jar desserts. We do these mason jar desserts. You get to keep the jar. They're embossed with my logo on it. Uh, we have a cheesecake one, and then we, we change that throughout the year. We do a strawberry cheesecake, and uh, around the holidays, we do a pecan one, a pumpkin one, and then we have always have chocolate for the chocoholics. And uh, we make them fresh every day, and we really sell a lot of them. But we, we have permission to have some fun with that uh, on a pretty regular basis. So... We play around the fringes of the menu. We have a lot of fun with it, and we're, we're not trying to overly complicate what we do in the kitchen so we can, you know, really execute. Um, but we, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it. Well, that's key. You know, it absolutely is, I think, in anything you do. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if, um, and <laughs> this is kind of taking some permission on my part, but would you please share... If you could, one thing that Slim Chickens has planned in the coming year, at least a little detail of it, that you think will really maybe surprise the chicken QSR category. Wow, that's a heck of a question. Yeah, you uh, probably can't answer it, but I got to ask. 
<laughs> I don't want to tell my competitors what I'm up to. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, it's a good question because I always ask myself, you know, the two things that were really unique to us uh, that we did that our competitors are still trying to figure out how to do is, you know, how we execute the chicken and waffles and these jar desserts. And I'm always challenging myself uh, and my chef to what's the next chicken and waffle where people will just go, wow, how did these guys do that? Um, uh, here's what I'll tell you. I have one that I think is <laughs> going to be killer. Uh, I've already gone through the ideation stage of it. And if everything works well, um, it'll be in Slim Chickens before the end of the year. Okay, so so you've got us all in suspense, um, but I appreciate that. It's quasi answering the question. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam, for for stopping in today to talk chicken with us for a while. I, I wish the brand great success going forward. I, it sounds like you you're well well already on your way. Um, that, you know. I appreciate your stopping by. And I also wish our audience who are listening a wonderful early spring weekend and even better business in the week ahead. Bye now. Thank you.